0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, I'm Paul. The guy who used to ask if you could hear me now on Verizon. Not anymore. I switched to Sprint. It's 2016, and every network is great. In fact, Sprint's reliability is now within 1% of Verizon's. Don't let a 1% difference cost you twice as much. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash network, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Reliability claim based on third-party drive test average carrier features differ subject to $30 activation fee credit and valid portency website for eligible plans. Limited time offer. Offer coverage not everywhere for all phones.
1: Restrictions apply. Lock, talk radio.
2: will you stand in your greatness?
3: Well, good afternoon, and welcome to the Nurtured Heart Approach August podcast about play therapy using the Nurtured Heart Approach. We are doing a pre-record of our podcast on this lovely Sunday afternoon, and we are delighted to have you join us today. I am Stephanie Rule, a certified Nurtured Heart Approach advanced trainer, teaching and coaching NHA to parents, teachers, and mental health professionals in the local community of the Roseville, Sacramento area. I am also a wife and a stay-at-home parent of two children, ages four and seven, and we live in a nurtured heart household. I am honored to be filling in as your co-host with Howard Glasser for today, as Catherine Stafford is taking a little sabbatical. Howard Glasser is the creator of the Nurtured Heart Approach, and he is also the chairman of the Children's Success Foundation. Good afternoon, Howie. How are you?
1: I am great. I am actually joining you on Monday morning in New Zealand so um we're a little over a day away
3: yes (laughs) in New Zealand so far away well I'm so happy that it that we were able to get you on the phone call even though you're in New Zealand um and you're able to be spending some time with your daughter Alice over there yes
1: I am and I actually um was reminiscing on a, a walk this morning with Alice uh, about um, the sand tray in our office when she was a little kid, and um, we were <laughs> we were talking about um, playing playing in the sand. So uh, mm. hopefully that figures in the conversation today.
3: Yes, that's a perfect conversation for for today, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And you got to spend some time with, her, with your daughter on your birthday. And how lovely is that?
1: Uh, it's a blessing.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It was yes. wonderful.
3: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy for you. So Thank you. shall we dive into um, our amazing podcast for today? Yes, please. Yes. Okay. Um, since we do have listeners who are new to Nurtured Hearts, Do you want to go ahead and give them your quick 30-second thumbnail of what Richard Hart is?
1: A quick 30-second thumbnail um, is that it seems to be the case that there is a way of uh, relating to kids (laughs) that is different than the norm, and um, by understanding the the way kids read energy and the way they hear normal conversation um, that we can um, dovetail with, with kind of like riding the waves of what works. We can introduce kids to the greatness of who they really are, you know, kids who we we can we can share with them moments we see and rejoice in uh when we see them being kind and loving and thoughtful and wise and um and and it turns out that's most of the time even with intense and challenging kids and that uh hearing those kinds of appreciative comments um can be life changing to a lot of kids that they <laughs> they can um, come to see that they don't have to go to the trouble of acting out to have connected, uh, rich, full relationship. They can um, they can have it in a success oriented way. So that's kind of the heart of it.
3: Absolutely, that was wrapped up beautifully. Thank you. And you did it in 30 seconds. Thanks. That's pretty fantastic. <laughs>
1: That amazes me. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: well, I'm so excited to introduce our two amazing guest speakers for today on the topic of NHA and play therapy. Um, our first guest speaker today is Shirley Favier. Shirley is a solo private practice called Heartbound Counseling. She lives with her husband Rob and Gracie, her Yorkie poo, who assists her in her counseling practice in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Shirley has been working as a counselor and play therapist for 20 years. A Nurtured Heart Approach certified advanced trainer since 2013, she has been growing in and using NHA as a part of her self-care and personal transformation in her counseling practice and in her family as a parent of two and as a grandparent with her four brilliantly intense grandchildren. She has completed extensive training in Sam Trey World Play, and she is a Level 2 Practitioner of the Body-Brain Approach to Sand tray Play Therapy, presented and created by NHA-certified trainer Rita Grayson. Integrating these experiential tools with the Nurtured Heart Approach has been powerful and effective for Shirley with clients of all ages. Welcome, Shirley. We are so glad that you are here. Well, thank you for
4: the invitation. This is um, really exciting to be able to um, share how impactful nurtured heart has been to my life and my practice
3: Mm, yes yes and we're really looking forward to hearing more about your knowledge and experience in blending nha and play therapy Uh, before we dive into that let's go ahead and introduce our other amazing guests and then we'll come back to hear some more from you shirley so now i would like to introduce our second guest lila tyler Lila is a licensed marriage and family therapist, a registered play therapy supervisor, and also an advanced trainer for the Nurtured Heart Approach. Lila specializes in treating children, teens, and families in her Midtown Sacramento, California private practice. She was a program manager for two large residential treatment centers in Sacramento and also facilitated groups for Sutter Medical Foundation through the Children's Bereavement Art Group. She is also trained in experiential play therapy, art therapy, EMDR, TheraPlay, and the Trauma Resiliency Model. For the past 30 years, Lila has provided training throughout California and internationally. Welcome, Lila. It's always good to share space with my fellow Sacramento friends. Well, hi, Stephanie. I'm excited to be
2: here and get to talk about two of my favorite things, play therapy and nurtured hearts. Exciting. Yay. Yeah.
3: Very exciting. Yes. So let's go ahead and dive into our topic today about nurtured heart and play therapy. Um, I would love to hear both from Lila and Shirley um, just a little bit about um, how maybe we can start with how NHA has impacted your your use of play therapy.
4: Well, um, I can jump in first.
3: Um, Great. Thank you.
4: When, um, when I learned about um, nurtured heart, I was actually at a, a training about um, tray World Play and interpersonal neurobiology, which is you know what goes on in the brain when people are building a world in the sand. Why does it work? And, mm. um, and that would carry over to play therapy in general. And when I was at that training, um, there was a, a social worker there who, um, on a break, we were talking and she talked about her experience of um, having adopted kids from a foreign country and that they had reactive attachment disorder, and that, um, but everything changed. Everything was horrible, but everything changed when I got tra- when she when she she said when she when she got trained in the nurture heart approach, and I'm like, what?
2: Mm-hmm. And <laughs> then that,
4: that was pretty impressive. And so a couple months later, a brochure um, came to me, and it was like, oh, look, oh, that's that thing that lady was talking about. Oh, and. um so, I bought the books ahead of time and started reading them before I went to the one day workshop. And then it was like, okay, I need to go to a training.
2: Um,
4: and I already had Heartbound Counseling as a name, so it would just fit perfectly. But mm-hmm. um, I, I loved how the interpersonal do- neurobiology fit with um, Nurtured Heart as well. It's like being, um, flipping down and getting, um, when, people are upset and they get flipped up and they are in fight, flight, or freeze mode um, mm-hmm. when we're not at our best to be able to reset. It was like everything was kind of fitting together. And I loved how nurture Heart was kind of the linchpin that gave legs to oh, this is how it works in the moment and this is when it gets really hard, this is what you do. So it felt like an upgrade to everything mm. that... Um, in terms of relating to parents, in terms of relating to kids, it felt um, it really worked to have um, those that skill set to be able to be with and to teach parents. So, yeah, it felt like when I get the little thing on my app on my phone that says upgrade, it's like this was a huge change in terms <laughs> of um, <laughs> making it um, – Whatever bugs were there, or just having things run more smoothly, um, in terms of self care, it yeah, it was it was pretty revolutionary.
2: Yeah. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Would I jump in here, Shirley? Or absolutely. Okay. Um, same with me. For 30 years, I've been working with children and families, and um, always very relationship attachment based, and yes. using a lot of the new neuroscience stuff um dan siegel is one of my heroes and and when it comes to that i know you were referencing some of his um, trauma Mm -hmm, model mm -hmm. a minute ago and the nurtured heart approach just fits so perfectly with with all of those models and play therapy because it's all about relationships and that energetic exchange that goes on and um really a way of being with the child and recognizing developmentally where they're at and um it just fits so well in being able to use play along with the model. And um, so I've just loved using it. And right away when I started using it with families, um, just by reading the book, I was getting changes. And then I was like, I need to go to the training. And um, I actually reached out to Stephanie and Mm -hmm. um, Celeste Elsie to ask, what do you think about this training? Because I saw their name on the website before I went and then um, went through the training, and it's just its changed everything, the way I do my practice and um, how I relate to kids and families. And I've just seen so much progress. So it's been just wonderful to go along with the ride here. Yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah.
4: I always know when I'm connecting really well with parents, it's such a hard thing to decide you need to bring your child in for some help. And to call parents out on their bravery and their vulnerability and their honesty, and their attunement to their child to know that the child is in some distress. So to be able to use nurtured heart in that first contact with parents, and um, usually I well up mm. a little bit because it's coming from my heart, and then you know almost always parents feel touched by that and and mm-hmm. they well up too. It's that. Um, that deep connection, that co-regulation that just so makes us feel profoundly connected. Hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly.
1: You know, um, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking this in and I'm kind of relishing, you know, uh, a few, a few, uh, Pieces of the conversation you know uh, especially the ability to greet parents in a in a way that embraces where they are and welcomes them and 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 doesn't uh, do the unthinkable of of uh, uh, disenfranchising them from which is which is so easy to do as therapists accidentally if we're not careful so i'm I'm just hearing how you how you welcome them in and then you will usher this child into this world of play, which, um, uh, you know, in my conversation with Alice this morning, she was telling me about, um, a story about a friend who, um, a realized came to realize her child had built a sand, her own sand tray in, in a dress of drawer that, uh, oh, wow. that, that had a, that was kind of, Hidden away, and had this rich life within it. You know, this very rich life. So you, you're helping. I'd love if you could share with the listeners what what that world of sand uh play therapy is like.
4: Oh, oh. Well, in In counseling school, we're told that we're what we're shooting for with any client is unconditional positive regard. And what Santre is, is that in 3D. It, it's like being profoundly accepted. And um, to be able to hold what somebody puts in the sand in it. And the way I would do Santre it's not interpretive, it's not evaluative, it's not diagnostic. It's being with and holding the space um, and the whole process as being sacred. And um, that. Um, Non-judgmentally, so you can see where that fits with nurtured heart very much. You know, it's not judgmental, and um, so, and if the fact that it's not evaluated in any way, evaluative in any way, is so different than any other experience, because usually there's some kind of gauge on what we do most of the time. So having uh, that kind of profound acceptance is. the heart of relationship
2: and it's really healing um, go <laughs> oh I was just going to step in there really quickly too you know one of the first things we teach in um, Nurtured Heart is about Kodak moments and that's really one of the first things you learn as a play therapist um, they call it narration but it's the same thing um, uh-huh. you're, you're just noticing and saying what you see right in front of you and um, kids just felt heard and seen when you're doing that It, it be, that's what builds the relationship with them and I work on teaching parents to do that same thing in the playroom and um, it just has wonderful results and it's one of the first things that we teach when we teach <coughs> nurtured heart approach so it's, it's funny but yeah it's just the same thing
1: I love that you're teaching parents to do that too
2: yes mm-hmm. almost always I have the whole family in the session um, when I'm doing play therapy sessions. There's times when I'll just have the just the child in there but I'm doing a lot of work with the whole family and they're using play therapy. Mm.
4: Yeah, before, so I was nurtured, before I was training nurtured heart, I mostly saw the kids by themselves but after nurtured heart it just became so obvious to me that they were the parents were going to benefit by being able to see nurtured heart modeled, and for you mm-hmm. know they're within range of my recognitions, so they get to get those recognitions as well, and um, and learn how to be present with the recognitions with their their child. And kids almost oh, always guys, invite their parents into play.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is, I'm loving hearing this. Um, it it really it it adds so much richness to what I've known, uh, the little bit I've known of. Um, of play therapy, are you actually then teaching the work you teach with families? Are you teaching them, uh, how to, how to be in relationship this way while the child is playing busy kind of side Mm -hmm. by side?
2: Yeah. Um, how, how I'm doing is typically I have the, um, parents in first and I'm having them go through, um, the, at least like the six-hour course, you know, and so I'm teaching the parents about Nurtured Heart first, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Um, then I have them in the sessions after that with the child and I, and we're playing games. We're doing all kinds of art activities, and it's all around using the Nurtured Heart approach.
4: Mm-hmm. Ooh, I like that. What a beautiful I like way that. to model
3: the approach to be able to teach it to not only the parents, but but the children as well, right, mm-hmm. right, yeah, mm-hmm. and then they're taking these things
2: home and using them and coming back and it's the um topic of conversation the next week, you know, where you're using your greatness stones this week, or um you know. How did you use your um, greatness jar? Those kind of things that they're taking, we're making those things in session. They're taking them home, using them, and they're coming back, and we're talking about it every week.
4: It makes mm. me think about getting new lenses and having to, you know, you get greatness lenses that to just change that vision into um, it's so different. What from what typically happens, it's like so problem focused with. Why you know I'm bringing my child in for therapy and there's this problem. So to flip it in surprising ways to the parents that we're focusing on the greatness, um, kids eat that up, and so do the parents. Um, And it's Mm -hmm. such a relief. You can see it's like, oh, okay, Um, I haven't broken them, you know, (laughs) that Mm -hmm. uh, that there's uh, lots of white space um, that we don't Mm. have. so focus on the
2: dot, right? And I Wait. use the reset a lot oh, with parents too to stop you them. Do. You know, if they go into the negative. So, mm, oh, that's good. I like that.
4: Mhm.
2: Yeah. One of
4: the pieces about the the um, the reset piece that fits with the neurobiology piece that I like is, the, and it fits with how we when you talk about the energy and the current that. Where right brains to right brains connect, that's what happens in play, and that's what happens in um, when we reset. And it's like when we're the best version of ourselves, and we're really calm. Our kids know that, and so to help parents with that regula- co-regulation, and so when the child's acting up, it, it, they learn how to reset themselves, so that then the child can energetically. Um, they get the words reset, but they also energetically get the communication about we're resetting. Um, so I, that's been a huge piece for having um, nurtured heart fit into uh, when things get hard. What do we do? Right.
2: Mm. Right. hmm Yeah, I could share yeah, a quick I... game that I play with that. Um, yeah. I have these giant pick. I have these giant pickup sticks. And they're all different colors, like the primary colors, red, blue, yellow, green. And um, each stick I have represent, like, the red one will represent your mouth. The blue one represents eyes. The um, green one will be your smell and um, ears. I think I do smell and ears (laughs) listening. And then I have um, one more color in there that I have for your, your hands and feet. And so then we play. I have the whole family on the floor, and we throw these pickup sticks down. And everybody, as they pick up a stick without moving the others, say it's the dad. Maybe he gets a red stick. So, Dad, how do you use your mouth to reset when you're upset? Oh, wow. That's brilliant. And we make a list on the board, and then they take this list home. And everybody's talking about the different ways they reset in the family because everybody has to learn to reset. It's just part of life. And so we come up with all different ways you can use your body, your your nose, your ears, to reset yourself. And they Mm -hmm. love it. And so then they take that home and they come back and then we say, well, what was your favorite ways of doing it this week? What was your favorite ways of resetting? And we have conversations about that.
3: I love how that normalizes resetting. It makes it Mm -hmm. so, just it shows how it's just a part of life. It's a part of what we all do on a daily basis, it's not, it takes away from people thinking there needs to be some sort of a punishment mindset, it takes right. that away, it normalizes, hey, we all get dysregulated sometimes, and there are so many different ways, like you said, whether it's through your mouth, your ears, your nose, your sense, whatever it is, whatever <laughs> right. sense it is, you can reset yourself, and there are so many different ways to do that, that's just beautiful, I love that.
1: I yeah, can see what a gift it is. I can see what a gift it is to the uh, therapy session, um, to the big picture of of, of of what you're trying to accomplish. But all I, I imagine in the old days, um, without this kind of um, tool um, or vantage point, where you know parents would be coming in wanting to tell you know, bring the, bring the weekend with them, you know, that wanting to tell you how playing their child. Yeah. The laundry list of woes. And, and, uh, and, and I can imagine even well-trained therapists getting with other therapeutic models, getting so swept into that um, and kind of disrupting the, the flow of, of what's unfolding right there in the, in the playroom. Um, Mm-hmm. So I, mm-hmm. I I I could I could totally see the beauty of not only having that ability but also getting everybody in on it.
2: Mhm.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of the things I I've found really useful especially um with people who have younger children but it really kind of works with everybody and is and somebody I don't remember why I heard this but um is that it's an invitation. It's like let's reset. And um, and I like the addition of raising my shoulders up and down. It's like like big breaths. It's like that, that also adds that um, reoxygenation of the brain. That yeah, okay, and which helps keep it from being um, finger pointing. Now you're in trouble. Cut it out. Reset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like yes, yeah, mm-hmm. we're all we're all going to reset because usually or often um, if there's been a misstep by a child can require a reset from the adult before they can uh, do that in a way that's uh, not going to be punitive.
2: Right. And I think practicing that in sessions is the other thing. Mm -hmm. I'm like the bubble queen. I use bubbles a lot to help people. You know, I have parents and kids doing it where they're taking deep breaths in and making a big bubble instead of the little bubbles, you know, to practice taking deep belly breaths and, that and um, just teaching them different things like pushing against a wall, you know, to get that energy out that you need to get out. Um, like that. Relaxation exercises. We're doing it all together in the session. Yoga moves. Up. Oh,
1: wonderful! You know, I just read. Um, <clears throat> I'm sure you've all seen this article and know this that uh, that Finland has the highest Grades in in education, whereas U.S. is 29th. And and when you um, and there's a little uh, film on the internet that often shows up. And I just watched it the other day because I knew this uh, podcast was coming up. And and the people in education in Finland are so clear that play is the secret. That um, mm-hmm. so unabashed about saying that um, everything else is secondary to play and play, play is what brings young human beings to uh, wanting to be in the world and wanting to participate at higher level.
2: Right. It's really, you know, the association of play therapy talks about that's the way that kids communicate is through play. And that's what I love about doing play therapy with the whole family. It puts everybody on equal footing, you know, on the same level. So it brings those parents into a way of relating with their kids where kids can get it, and, you know, it's exciting for them and fun for them to be with their family members. So many of our families are so busy and just aren't taking the time to play with kids, you know, like they used to, I think.
4: Or they don't even know how quite exactly.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
4: Yeah. And, and so, true. yeah, to be able to model it and and uh, is. And be affirmed for whatever they're doing in the playroom, um, that is moving towards playfulness. Um, yeah, because sometimes those that gets dormant or forgotten about how to um, be present in that way. Do
0: you, mm-hmm.
1: do you feel like? Do you feel, surely, that you're able to? Uh, in effect, teach people how to get past that barrier of discomfort and 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 learn how to enjoy play again with their kids.
4: Um, that's what I'm shooting for. Yeah, that and and that's that that's where nurtured heart helps me be. You know, I get to be co-regulating with them. So in my calm and in my playfulness, um, yeah, then being able to. Uh, do that invitation to be present in a playful way and uh, blow on those embers and get them going again. Um,
3: that works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. I love the idea of having the even playing field between adults and children. It's just so, it's such a beautiful thing. And mm-hmm. when I coach my parents um, in Nurtured heart I always tell them to go home and be totally transparent about what you're doing because parents will come to me and say, oh, I'm trying to hide hide the book, the Transforming the Difficult Child book, or I'm trying to mm-hmm. – I don't want to tell them. What do I say if they ask me why I'm doing what I'm doing? And I always tell them, be completely open and transparent and honest and real. Um, yes. You're on the same playing field. And I love how that ties into what you guys are talking about with play therapy and infusing that world well because it is it it should be that we are all on the same human playing field even though we have, you know, adults versus children sometimes, you know, different roles. But it's still really it's still the same playing field. We're all human beings and we all have to to in a healthy way together in this world.
1: That that's so funny that you call it that it's it you're referring um <clears throat> I don't know if you even realize that you're using the term uneven playing field.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that is pretty good. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It is.
1: You know, and I think it's so perfect, Stephanie, that you're on this call because you're, um, you're um, all the pictures you post. So that I, you know, I welcome seeing, you know, so often with you and, and Daniel Playing with Jocelyn and Evan, and and it's uh, all the pictures. Just it's not about going anywhere or you know how many museums or special places you know you're you know you know um, you're uh, you're visiting. It, it's it's like event oriented things. It's like all like the vast majority of pictures I've seen of your family is just immersed in play.
2: Yep,
3: that's true. <laughs> it's true. It's mm-hmm. true. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I don't even really think, you're right, and I don't even really think about that too much. That, that's the way I try to live I, I try to live that way with my kids. And hearing you guys, Shirley and Lila, talk about um, how you do that with your parents in therapy, it's just so reaffirming of how important that is, that really truly is.
2: Mm-hmm. Yep, it's all about those relationships, you know, and Mm -hmm. that's that's the thing And and (coughs) teaching parents to be back in relationship. And when people start to have fun together, they start to enjoy one another again, Mm -hmm. you know.
0: I think a lot
2: of the families that come in, they feel like they've lost that and they aren't enjoying their times together. And when they can just Mm -hmm. get down there and play and laugh for an hour and be talking about each other's greatness and all of that, it changes everything. It just starts mm.
4: to shift. Yeah. Mhm. There's a vulnerability and an honesty to that that just really strengthens the connection. Mhm. Um, the spontaneity of it.
1: Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Are there any um, any stories that come to mind without violating confidentiality? Um, being that you're both therapists, I'm sure you you um, are well used to uh, honoring, honoring that confidentiality. Sure. Are, there, are there any um, yeah. kind of generic versions of stories that you would like to tell, like that would that would bring our listeners into this further? I,
2: I can kind of use one about a little boy I was working with um, who was about, oh, seven years old. And um, he was having a lot of trouble <laughs> getting in at school getting in trouble for speaking talking out of Pern a lot um, just impulsive behaviors and at home struggling with things around homework and not listening to his parents that kind of thing is what the parents came in um, with and so what I right away I take what's not going right and I start to look for what's going right of course and so um, we were playing a game, his mother and him and I, in session. And I think it was just one of those simple games like Candyland or something. But he would land on the thing where your guy would go way down, you know, and you'd end up behind everybody else. And He was kind of a competitive little kid. And every time something like that would happen, I could see the frustration on his face. But I'd say, look at you. You are so patient. Oh, my gosh, you know, a lot of times when other kids' guys go down like that, they just get upset, but you are just so patient. And he'd look at me with this puzzled look when I would say that to him. And about the third time I mentioned his patience, he looked at me and he said, "Miss Lila, I am not patient. And I said, what do you mean you aren't patient? I have just seen you being patient five, six times in the last five minutes and he looked at me and he looked at his mom and he said mom can you believe it? i've already learned to be patient uh-huh. and i just, <laughs> <okay>. uh-huh. <laughs> and I just saw this so little crazy. boy his portfolio was changing i mean within uh-huh. a, you know just a few minutes time and that and, you know, because all his life he always heard you aren't patient and all of a sudden he was hearing mm-hmm. something different and his mom then to say Yes, look it, I saw it too, you know, and jump in there. And so that's just an example of how I use it, just playing a simple game.
3: That's a great story.
4: Being able to, you mentioned the word portfolio of kids who have big energy and challenges at school with um, what to do with that or always feeling in trouble And Mm -hmm. um, having, um, thinking of somebody that, uh, I'm going to speak generically though, that in one session was welling up and crying about um, the challenges of school of feeling like they weren't, uh, it was overwhelming, you know. And so the next time he came in, um, talked about how, about portfolios and how they work and You know, that last time you were here and what that was. And, but, and I've used the metaphor of the computer, and that here and what your folks are learning, we get to fill up your positive portfolio. So you get to be putting things in your positive portfolio. You can be on the lookout for things like, and then, you know, so just, and I could just see his face light up with getting it. It was like, wow. Um, And physically, he just looked so much more relaxed the idea that um uh he had some he had something he could do that was going to turn things around and that it wasn't mm-hmm. about him uh, that, so yeah that was that was really pretty
2: powerful yeah that's great that's great I, I could i could tell about another story too if you want <laughs> i have another i, I do this exercise called the greatness pot because so I work with a lot of kids who've had you know someone die in their family or a cancer diagnosis or perhaps a divorce in the family and it does it feels like everything falls apart. and so to use that metaphor I just take a ceramic pot, just the kind of cheap ones you get at Walmart and I have them take a hammer and whack it and it breaks into all these pieces. And I just say, you know, when your mommy died, it felt like everything fell apart in your world. But that doesn't mean you still don't have all these great things about you. And then we take each piece of the pot that broke apart and we paint it and we write different things about their greatness on that. And then afterwards, I say, now the hard part is sometimes we have to figure out how to put this all back together And then we glue the pot all back together, Um, and then they take that home. And, you know, what they always say is, but it doesn't look like it looked exactly before. And I say, well, no. When somebody's mommy dies, things are never exactly like they were before, but that doesn't mean you still don't have all these great things about you and way of being and that's that's what I want you to remember, and that's what your mommy would want you to remember. And so, anyway, that's um, a, one of, another exercise I do that I now call the Greatness Pot. I used to call it the plenty of Back Together Pot, but now I call it the Greatness Pot. And I do that with kids. That is absolutely brilliant. Oh, thank I you. I love that. Yeah, fun. Kids love it too to take it home.
4: I can see so lots powerful. of different applications mm. of that. Yeah. Any any life event that's um, mm-hmm. recently happened, or I'm even using this with adult clients. You know, like
2: mm-hmm.
4: something in the past happened, and, you know, having that turn into a new kind of piece of art that right.
2: life, that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that, Lila. Mm hmm kids love that one and parents do too and the parents are usually sitting there and i'm have you know or the caregiver and i'm having them help think of the different greatness things about the kid and you know when cuz we'll often have 12 15 pieces of a pot laying there that they have to think of all these different things about themselves the greatness of themselves and so i have you know the caregiver chime in and help them think of things and yeah
3: that's
2: beautiful. I
1: love that. I, I, uh, I'm listening to the brilliance of of your sharing, and going thinking, "Wow, I hope I, I hope you two can uh, collaborate on a, a talk at our next global summit."
2: Um, oh, yeah, which, that would be which, fun, Shirley. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> that would
1: be hmm. so great. And and there is there is a, a colleague you have you both have in in uh i think she's in uh Pennsylvania or in new jersey who uh is 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 the aficionado in in play therapy and nurtured heart as well so uh who knows it may be i I remember the first time catherine Stafford um was trying to get a feel for uh for uh how many people were uh Working with Nurtured Heart and Kids on the Spectrum. And I had, I didn't have a, a sense of that at all. And she wanted, uh, she wanted to do a little research. And so um, I just somehow sent an email to the, um, I don't know if I used Facebook or what vehicle, but it turned out 35 people responded that their practices were partially or fully devoted to working with kids on a spectrum. So who knows? There might be a dozen people who work with play in one way or another. Um okay. and you know we have our we have our colleague Howard Moody's book is is yes. done and it's yeah. a, it's a mess of,
3: uh, that,
1: that is a of into book form. So um you know one of these days soon um I'm 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 kinda sorry we didn't include uh uh this form of play in it. Um this this format of play therapy would have been a great addition, but maybe that's a future book.
3: I was just yeah. gonna say that. Future book for these ladies. <laughs>
0: Could well, be. Well, guys, too.
3: As usual, this conversation goes so fast and is always so valuable. And when the time comes, that it's time to stop the conversation. I always feel so sad. Um, And it is that time to start wrapping up the discussion. Um, I have a few announcements to make, and then I want to come back to um, Lila and Shirley to have any last parting words, if you have any. Um, But quickly, our announcements for for today's podcast. Um, I would like to invite our listeners to join us for future Nurtured Heart podcasts either by following us at Blog Talk Radio or at Children's Success com forward slash NHA hyphen podcast. You can also follow us on Twitter or Facebook by clicking the icon. And please do join us for our September podcast, which will be the third Friday of September at nine AM. Secondly, we have um, an amazing opportunity in the Nurtured Heart world to visit Manchester, England. October, <clears throat> excuse me, October second through seventh, we have our UK CTI, or Certification Training Intensive. This is an amazing opportunity to deepen your knowledge of Nurtured Heart and explore a new world. Ear- the early bird deadline is being extended for U.S. residents wishing to travel, and we would love to have you join us there. So please click check the Certification Training Intensive link under the training tab at ChildrensSuccessFoundation.com for all the details on that. And lastly, yes, the foundation course.
1: That's yes. Stephanie. Can I just bookmark that year for a second? Uh, that's where I first met Shirley, I believe, at the last UK certification. Um, oh. Shirley, you'd be amazed at how far the certification trainings have come. Um oh,
4: yeah. And as um, we met in Syracuse before that.
1: Oh, we did. That's right, we did. Yeah. But it was, mm-hmm. it we was, go it was, way back, Howie. <laughs> It was. That's true. That's so true. And then your dear daughter, and uh, um, uh, so um, anyway, very fond memories of of England, and I'm very excited about this next one in Manchester. Great city, great city of with a with a beautiful history uh, about freedom. You know, um, it's a city of freedom fighters. For um of great significance. So I'm very thrilled we're gonna be there in particular. Mm-hmm. So so maybe both of you will wind up deciding you wanna have a uh paid vac uh, not a paid vacation, but what what do you call it? A vacation that you could write off a tax write off and come to come to come to Manchester. Oh. Um, should be a nice time of year too.
4: Mhm. It's mm-hmm. beautiful over there. It's beautiful
1: over there. Um, anyway, back to your announcements, Stephanie. Thank you for letting ah. me pause that.
3: You're very welcome. Okay, so lastly, the Foundations course is still accepting registrations. This six-week interactive course is a perfect way to dip your feet into the nurtured heart or dig deeper. Information for the Foundations course can also be found at childrensuccessfoundation.com under the training tab. All Nurtured Heart Approach podcasts are recorded and archived for on-demand listening pleasure. So feel free to share the link to our channel here at blogtalkradio.com forward slash Nurtured Heart Approach. And that's my announcement. So back to Lila and Shirley and Howie, too, if um, any of you have any last parting words of wisdom to leave our listeners with today before we wrap up.
2: Do you want to go ahead, Shirley, or? No, go for it. <laughs> go for it? Okay. <laughs> well, I just, you know, I just can't say enough wonderful things about how he's um, nurtured heart approach and um, what he's brought to our world. And um, I feel so privileged every time I'm using it with a family and seeing such great results and Um, at the same time, I feel so privileged to be able to, um, be immersed in the world of play therapy and, um, help people find, tap into the joy in their lives and, um, use that within their family settings and let me be a part of that. And so, um, this has been fun. I, I have a whole list of great interventions. I, I hope some point I get to share with everybody. And so, um. Yeah, thanks for having Maybe me when here. you write
3: your play therapy book. Yeah,
2: Yeah. My third time, huh?
3: Yes. There you right. go. I love this. Thank you, Stephanie. Yes. I'm learning from maybe you, Howie. You, yes.
1: Maybe you will be co author? Uh, the,
3: the marriage part of Nurture Heart and,
4: and play therapy, it just makes so much sense because they're both mm-hmm. relational, they're mo- both non judgmental. And um, powerfully connecting. So, um, yeah, it, it's been a game changer for me in uh, in how I take care of myself, how um, present I get to be with my clients. Um, I love the play on words of the you know how you talk about the current that is running the show, and it reminds me that I get to be. Um, in the moment and current with my clients watching for everything that um, is awesome about their being and mm. uh, not just watching for the behaviors, you know, but really being that, um, uh, deeply connected in that current. And uh, so, yeah, that that the play therapy and Nurtured Heart um, feels like a must-have,
3: really. So thank mm. you. It does. It does after this conversation i i feel that as well
1: um my last word is uh is is kind of a, a a question but i think the question's gotten answered um is is i'm uh, marveling at like knowing uh like uh, um a little bit that i do about uh play therapy and the impetus to be non-judgmental somehow it feels like there's a a bridge that's been made uh where uh it's more than just the narrative that you're providing for the child to feel profoundly seen and noticed you're able to bring in the uh judgments the positive judgments of yeah. uh, of character yeah. mm-hmm. and yeah. mm-hmm. of greatness without it being a deterrent to the process uh am i mm-hmm. right about that absolutely yeah
2: it's a Absolutely. wonderful way to bring that in through nurtured heart approach actually and teaching parents how to use that language to you know bring that into the play yeah
1: I think mm-hmm. judgment has a bad name a bad reputation because it hasn't been uh playful um mm-hmm. it, it it's mm-hmm. been, it, 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 it's it's mostly we think of judgments in negative regard and uh i i kind of loving hearing that you could be playful and, and judgmental in a, in this positive way.
4: Mm-hmm. Judging in greatness, to quote you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> in greatness. Uh, Stephanie, any last words um, from your mama perspective uh, and therapist uh, perspective?
3: Um, no, I think that you guys have the The beauty of um, combining nurtured heart with play therapy and i I just feel um like it's like it's a true gift both both worlds nurtured heart and play therapy are a true gift for for people and um adults and children alike and I am very grateful to um Lila Shirley, and you Howie, for this conversation because it has enlightened me and I feel um inspired to get off the phone and go play with my kids (laughs) well there you go (laughs) that's right so thank you guys so much it's been a great a great conversation i look forward to having more um, sometime in the future i look forward to the future books that might be written by either one of you or both of you and um that's 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 going to wrap it up for today so thank you so much to our listeners and um we'll see you guys next month here talk to you next month Thank you. Bye bye. So the thank opportunity.
1: Thanks for uh, thanks for accommodating the, the uh pre recording and the schedule and I I appreciate hearing your brilliance. Um and thank you again, Stephanie, um, for um creating the beautiful safe container for this conversation.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, thank you. You're welcome. Bye right.
3: everybody. Bye-bye, bye. Everybody.
2: Any stories shared in this broadcast are amalgams of experiences based on the use of the Nurtured Heart Approach by our hosts and our guests and are not based on any particular person, child, or adult.
0: Hey, I'm Paul, the guy who used to ask if you could hear me now on Verizon. Not anymore. I switched to Sprint. It's 2016, and every network is great. In fact, Sprint's reliability is now within 1% of Verizon's. Don't let a 1% difference cost you twice as much. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com slash network, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Reliability claim based on third-party
1: drive test average carrier features differ subject to $30 activation fee credit and valid portancy website for eligible plans, limited time offer, offer coverage not everywhere for all phones, restrictions apply.
0: Hey, I'm Paul. The guy who used to ask if you could hear me now on Verizon? Not anymore. I switched to Sprint. It's 2016, and every network is great. In fact, Sprint's reliability is now within 1% of Verizon's. Don't let a 1% difference cost you twice as much. Visit a Sprint store, sprint.com network, or call 800-SPRINT-1. Reliability claim based on third-party drive test average. Carrier features differ subject to $30 activation fee, credit, and valid port. website for eligible plans.
1: Limited time offer. Offer coverage not everywhere for all phones. Restrictions apply.